Welcome to the Greatest Good Podcast. I'm your host, David Osk, along with my co-host and beautiful sister, Kirsten. Benjamin Disraeli once said, The greatest good you can do for another is not to share with him your riches, but to reveal to him his own. We all know certain people in our lives that when they enter the room, the room gets instantly better, wiser, safer, and more joyful. Why is that? These individuals have absolute clarity on who they are and the impact they want to have uniquely. Why is it so important to have clarity on our uniqueness? Well, just like a fingerprint or our eye's retina, our souls are so unique. If we have a vague sense of this, we are going to feel it, and so is everyone around us. Our spouses, co-workers, and friends. That big question mark and lack of self-awareness will take its toll. So what causes you to rise up, light up? And I like to say, what gives your goosebumps goosebumps? What is it to be fully alive? I believe it's having absolute clarity on our most unique riches, the strengths, convictions, and beauty, the hero in all of us. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Okay, on this episode of The Greatest Good Podcast, we are talking about uh, what does it mean to be authentic? Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, Kirsten, I, I think for so many years, I, you know, people would throw the word authentic around and it was almost licensed to do anything you wanted or, you know, it was just kind of like <laughs> it, it was this blanket statement just to be like, I am me, take it or leave it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. just in your face, kind of a kind of a thing or someone who might use it as a uh I don't know, a a bit of something to hide behind or, you know, Mm. something like that. I'm just being authentic. I'm just being me when now, not quite right. Mm. There's a, there's a lot going on there. (laughs) And Mm. um, Mm. so what I, one of the things, you know, of course, Dr. Andy was the one who told me, you know, a while back about, you know, the word um, authenticity comes from the word author Mm. and man, I just love the, that's different. The things yeah. that are true, but, you know, like Keller says, the things that are truest, those mm. things that really rise to the top. Every one of us, you know, can, you know, open a door, right? You know, for the most mm. part, right? Does that mean I am a door opener? Does that mean everybody is a door opener, right? I can mm. swing a hammer and pound a nail. Does that mean I'm Mr. Hammer pounding nail guy and everybody is? Mm. Well, no, we all have certain abilities that are kind of blanketed across the board, but then we have these things that just light us up and make us, you know, just feel great about being our, our unique selves, you know? And so one of the things that, you know, Dr. Andy kind of starts spelling out with regards to authenticity is, is it's, uh, he uses that phrase sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, it's helpful to define something by what it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just love that. So I'm actually going to kind of read this little paragraph and then we'll, talk cool. about some of the words and start batting some things around, help people better understand, you know, what does it mean to be fully alive, fully authentic? So he Go says that it. one way to effectively understand what often, uh, what authentic authenticity truly is, is to take a moment to understand the internal signals that we experience when we are not living authentically. Mm. These feelings, beliefs, and behaviors are a byproduct of our living out of alignment with our authentic identity. And we'll we'll touch on that word identity as well. 
And he says, so it's when we define ourselves by what we do, our past mistakes, we think we are our painful feelings. We try mm -hmm. to find identity through extrinsic, you know, external sources, like other people's approval. You know, we think of like codependency kind of things. I just have to have other people's approval and, you know, what that might look like on, on an individual basis is, of course, varies. But he talks about status, power, money like athletic or academic performance, mm. our looks or social comparison, things like that. And then he goes on to talk about, you know, these uh, inauthentic slash false identity symptoms. And I love that word symptom, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's what we, what manifests um, include. Yeah. Um, and he, there's a long list and I'll just mention a few things, but he, he talks about feeling, um, you know, insecure, like insecure, uh, lonely, um, having um, like a learned helplessness, feeling mm -hmm. like you're lost or, mm -hmm. you know, like kind of frustration or anger kind of creeps in um, that self doubt, right? You're, you've handed the keys when you're, when oh, you're looking for horrible. external forces, right. To validate you, you've mm -hmm. kind of handed the keys to someone else and it, you mm -hmm. may not even know who that person is. Yeah. Um, a, a general sense of unfulfillment. Uh, you, uh, I think you and I both love that word fulfillment. Mm. Um, fear, imposter syndrome, anxiety, you know, things like that. So when you're acting out of alignment, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. with, with what God authored, I love the word authored, you know, thus authenticity. Um, yeah, you're going to feel yeah. Discomfort on a, on a very, mm -hmm. uh, very regular level. So mm -hmm. anyway, what are your, what are your thoughts yeah. on all that? Yeah. Boy, there's so, there's so many that you've read there that I think back on different seasons of life that, that really resonate, but it is just this general sense of initially just noticing something sure feels off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not that I'm ever maybe entirely on either. I mean, I think part of it is just I think you've said that about, you know, you wake up in the morning and you feel like something's wrong. Well, it's because of the world we live in and there are things that are wrong. So to, yeah, just to let that, that have some room, mm -hmm. but then aside from those things that are outside of, of us going on in this world, yeah, you know, to, to think about when you're off, what, what are the things that I could address or through the, the work that, um, Andy Garrett does, you know, to, to re-anchor to again, um, and center as the waves of life, life roll over. So for me today, I would say like the, that, you know, when you talk about giving away the keys, I think for me, there is a sense of, um, I, I tend to do that un unconsciously. Yeah, yeah. If someone else that I love is hurting or something like that, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll want to help so much that I just forget about my own um, care and my own self. And even just, just saying those words out loud, a lot of times is yeah. all I need to, to do to feel that, that sense of ease again, instead of a dis, dis ease about, yeah. about the situation, just acknowledging it and saying, yeah, I kind of, I got, I got too, too involved there or gave, gave them whoever it was, this sure. power that is mine. So yeah. Oh, when wow. you read this... it, like, yeah, what resonates for you? I like that you just said, I'm actually writing this down, this power that is mine. I kind of like that. 
That's uh, we'll kind of circle back there, but you know, I, I think I look back in my life and I, I feel like there was, especially earlier, and it kind of makes sense, especially when you're going from adolescent to, you know, teenager to young adult, that kind of thing, and you're you're figuring out your place in the world, and you grew up, you know, everybody telling you kind of who you were, right? You got mm-hmm. that external message, so you're when you're kind of standing on your own two feet, um, you know, it's the those can be. Yeah, normally, I mean, or just rightly kind of insecure times, right? There's mm-hmm. uncertainty and you're kind of gathering yourself and deciding, all right, what are these things that I'm standing on in my life to make decisions upon and mm-hmm. and things like that? Um, I think, though, that I spent a longer time in that phase than mm-hmm. I really needed to. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, this idea of, I don't know, self-trust, you know, just, just kind of yeah. trusting myself, yeah. I... I I think part of it was, is I didn't know who I was trusting. You know, I kind of had a a vague understanding of a few things that I was good at, Mm -hmm. you know, some beliefs with regards to, you know, morality and, you know, things that I found that were, um, I guess just that worked, right. Mm -hmm. If I'm kind to somebody, I mean, that that's, that is the right thing to do. And if I'm, you know, somewhat courageous and I do some things that are, you know, a little bit harder than I would want to. Yeah, you you end up taking some ground, right? You may you move upward, as it were, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really have an understanding, you know, on those things that were you know more unique to me. It was just a really mm-hmm. vague understanding of okay, work hard, do hard things, be nice, and yeah. try to be a little bit courageous when you can, you know. Mm-hmm. And or how about this, right? Don't be too courageous. You know, you might make other people feel uncomfortable if you stand out too much. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so, isn't that one a powerful one to? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you describing a friend of mine talked about just that concept of like the locus of control. Yeah. And I think some personality styles, we naturally, you know, have that just naturally more strong than others. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, when, when you're in, um, in a people profession, like I am with coaching or, you yeah. know, the way that I'm wired, I so easily um, give that away in a sense, or, or I'm just not conscious of it. Mm-hmm. And, and to keep that sense of, I get to decide here how I want to respond. And we talked about that reacting and responding difference. Yeah. You know, even once again, just acknowledging that, okay, where, where is that locus? Is it, Am I acknowledging that it's with me or have I given that away? Oh man, that's so powerful. It's what I think is fascinating too, is you can, you can usually see people who, you know, I guess are, are living in that inauthentic state, right? You can, Mm -hmm. you can kind of quite often you can pick them out in a room and it's because they're literally shrinking. Like they're trying to take up less space. You can Mm -hmm. see their shoulders have kind of rolled in their hands are, you know, like maybe sometimes even clutched around their chest, like they're like they're scared and they're hiding their heart. Um, you see this more in children, right? Because they're they, they're not thinking about thinking; they're just reacting. You know, kind of the way that they're they're feeling naturally. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just I just love that you have the eyes and radar to see those people in the room, mm. and I've seen you so many times go over to that person and, and invite Thanks, buddy. them. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I learned from the best there. So, so thank you. I, but you know what? I, I remember, yeah, when I was younger feeling like that and just feeling, you know, like I'm, I don't quite belong here, that imposter syndrome, you know, and, 
So I know what it's like when someone walks over to you and says, hey, man, I'm so glad you're here. Tell me your story. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And um, to me, that is, it is, you know, just like a massive superpower. Yeah. And, um, but I think it's fascinating though, like on a, on a very physical level, you know, when someone is feeling, you know, just empty, right? They're like, what am I doing here? You know, what type of an impact that I do I want to have? The fear is just overwhelming to them. And they're, mm-hmm. you can tell by their body language and their, even the tone of their voice. They're like, would, would somebody just love me? Would somebody just tell me I'm okay, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm important or tell me I'm awesome, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I remember hearing this recently that, um, and this is actually getting getting kind of deep here, but they were talking about someone who um, who was sexually abused. Their counselor mm-hmm. actually told them to lay down on the floor and take up as much space as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, what a wonderful way. The mm-hmm. physical manifestation of I am here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I, I am not going to shrink. I am not going to you know, wither away, right? I'm not going to, like you said, hand the keys to somebody else. Not a chance. I am here and I'm going to spread my fingers as wide as I can, you know, my arms as wide as I can, my legs as wide as I can and take up as much space. In fact, breathe in as much as I can, expand my rib cage as much as I possibly can. And it's, I, I think the, you know, the, it's it's almost like there needs to be a bit of, there's obviously the self-awareness piece, but you have to decide, you know, that you're going to let yourself live. You're going to let yourself be, be fully present, fully alive, fully engaged. And here's the crazy thing about that, though, is there's some fear because what if, what if when you were younger, you stepped out into that arena and you got shot down? <clears throat> I think about, you know, I mean, there's there's no one who escapes that, right? We all have those those wounds where we would, you know, step out and say something or sing something or, mm-hmm. you know, try to jump over a high bar. You know, you you just do something, yeah. and either you're not good as the, uh, you know, the person ahead of you or behind you or whatever, or you have a coach or someone or a, a fellow <laughs> athlete or a quote unquote friend, mm-hmm. you know, who just just shoots you down. Yes, and yeah. um. So I, I think part of, you know, just our understanding of our uniqueness and stuff sometimes gets gets beat up. It and does. I think I think we need to acknowledge that. Yeah. And the more that you have given the keys away in that, and that when you are in a position of being evaluated, you know, whether it's, you know, your your son going off to college and yeah. the grades and the tests, there's so much evaluation in that season of life that's very constant and public, but, you know, even in my, you know, past role in sales, I mean, it was always monthly quotas daily, um, you know, uh, call, call quotas, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And and those that I saw that, that can last in those situations, you know, and, and make it through in a healthy, healthy, sustainable way are those that have that sense of, you know, between me and me, this is how it's that question you asked last time, how would someone like me show up here and giving yourself that control to determine and evaluate yourself apart from what anyone else says, how am I going to whatever it may be? So, 
And I love to the, you know, of course, you know, at, at my age, I look back with a bit of luxury mm. because, because the world looks a bit different now, you know, you yeah. understand, yeah. man, we're all in the same boat here. I mean, I've, mm. I've had the, I've had the privilege of rubbing shoulders with, um, you know, billionaires and, and, uh, and, and people of really massive influence. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that, you know what, they're, they're just as, you know, in many ways, just as afraid sometimes as we are just, they've yeah. got, they've got the same types of wounds. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff that, that mm -hmm. causes us to, you know, second guess ourselves, all that kind of thing. And we often have, especially when you're growing up, right. You, you project, you know, what, other people mm -hmm. are are thinking and what they've gone through or what they haven't gone through that kind of thing mm -hmm. and you think somehow they're different and all that kind of thing yeah so i think it's really important that you know as as you grow or i'll just say it this way um as i've grown i i see the world around me in so much more of a gracious way mm. and and even even for myself right it's it's not a um Quite often, and you know, if I feel like I was lacking authenticity, and you know, I was lacking that sense of, you know, the inner locus of control, and so on, mm -hmm. there's a graciousness yeah. about understanding. Boy, guess what? Yesterday was yesterday. Tomorrow is tomorrow. Today mm -hmm. is 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 today, and I need to deal with what's going on in here in a really gracious way because mm -hmm. we are incredibly complex beings mm -hmm. with a with a, a vast history with so much influence from you know, people and media and I mean, all kinds of, of, of things. So sometimes if you, if you feel like you're, you know, you're not, um, I guess, attached to that, uh, that stronger, more joyful, virtuous person, boy, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it, it's uh, to, to, you know, like our friend Cindy Landon talks about, stay curious around that as yeah. opposed to rigid and, you know, beat right. that guy up and be like, why can't you get your act together? And, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Well, and I've seen that, you know, having, having the privilege of knowing you well and your, your willingness to be honest with me about your life and, you know, those things to see you even, even through the learnings you've had with Dr. Andy's materials and the way that you, you know, some days it's, it's just like, yeah. you know, you could run through a brick wall and other days, your transparency around, you know, I, I know these things are true, but it's, it's not been my norm and I'm, I'm learning how to, to stay attached, like you're saying to that or stay grounded or stay connected, yeah. but to have grace for yourself in the process that, you know, the way that, that you grew up or the, you know, the habits you've gotten into, it is new information and it just takes some time. Yeah. But I think that even as I hear you describe it, David, and that imagery of someone laying on the, laying on the floor and just taking up space. I mean, I, I'm already just taking a deeper breath. <laughs> it's just okay. I think you said on one of our first podcasts, you know, not to be on all the time and trying so hard, you know, to yeah. pull out of whatever it is or trying so hard to be authentic that you're just not. And so much of that is that what you're describing, this deep breath and just some rest. Isn't it? It's a facet that, 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 that trying so hard, that kind of that white knuckling kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's a, you know, we want so desperately to feel that sense of, of confidence, of peace, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so on. But I, I think 
you know, there's a little bit of work that's got to go into that. Mm-hmm. And in uh, again, back to what you say quite often, this whole relax into it kind of a thing is, well, once you've identified, right, identity, those things that are um, more poignant, right? Those things that are the hierarchy of things that rise to the top for you with regards to convictions, values, virtues, strengths, proclivities, all that kind of thing. When you've identified those top things, right? That are just make you, you, well, then it's, it's, there isn't this kind of, yeah, this white knuckle striving. It's like, I'm going to just relax into that guy mm-hmm. and, um, and operate in those, you know, mostly, right, as, as largely as we can in those arenas and, mm-hmm. and around those words that we've identified and around those people and the, those types of people that I want to have a, you know, an impact on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really amazing how, you know, you kind of feel like you get to exhale yeah. around, the, you know, that person in you. And, mm-hmm. um, and then people, of course, um, you know, experience that. I, you know, as we have talked about, you know, symptoms of feeling inauthentic, right? I mean, uh, again, I I don't want to paint this picture like there's some utopia here, mm-hmm. you know, because largely what I've found is, is that when I have gone through some of this, you know, like Dr. Andy's curriculum, that kind of stuff, honestly, it's completely life-changing. At the same time, you know what, guess what? I'm human. And, and if I have I didn't sleep well the night before and I'm tired or, you know, something pops up that's kind of stressful. Yes. You know, we have to course correct. We Mm -hmm. have to be like, wait, 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 I have agency here to make a decision on how I'm going to handle this particular moment. Mm -hmm. But here's the crazy thing. You can say that all you want, Mm -hmm. but if you've not predetermined those things that are valuable, well, you know, what are you course correcting to? Well, better yet, who are you course correcting to? It's, so it, you might go from one ditch all the way into the other ditch, go right <laughs> past those things, you know, and I, I, I spent a lot of time there. Oh, man. And, you know, Me you're too. just you're just constantly like the pendulum just keeps swinging wide. Mm. So what's wonderful is, is to acknowledge that we live in a world where the wind blows. Mm. And sometimes it blows inside of me, right? Sometimes I create some of that chaos. It's not just extrinsic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But here's what's wonderful about that. Then now, now that I've predetermined my plumb line, right, and a, a very different. Like I love what Andy talks about with regards to, you know, a compass and true north. Right, a compass mm-hmm. is constantly reading the magnetic field around it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get close. That's that's all right. But a plumb line, you know, this is I actually saw a, a gentleman, an Amish gentleman, building a barn uh, a few years back. And he was using a plumb line. Hmm. And why did why does that matter? It is absolutely vertical. When when he hangs that plumb line from a rafter and he measures, you know, the stud at the top and the bottom against it, it's better than using a level, you know, hmm. with a little the little, you know, the bubble in the the fluid and so on. Mm-hmm. A, a plumb line used against a measuring tape cannot be off. It's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely 100% correct. And that's what I just think is so wonderful when you've identified, right, your identity, mm-hmm. those things that are most true to your natural state, you know, where you feel peaceful and calm. I, I love the, you know, the words of, you know, of course, inauthenticity, right? We, we, we kind of hit those where you feel frustrated, you know, stuck, bored, regret, overwhelmed, lonely, insecure, that kind of thing. Well, there mm-hmm. are words, right, that describe when you've kind of lasered in on, on, you know, what's the, 
you know, the, the, the most fulfilled and finest version of David Osk. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Even as we talk about this, Kirsten, I find that my, my courage, my centering, right? That mm-hmm. plumb line starts to become incredibly visible. Yeah. And, you know, words like confident, you know, self-assured, secure, mm-hmm. stable. And one of my favorite words that he has on this list is inspired. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to do anything. I do. I, <laughs> but it's, I don't yeah. want to do a darn thing unless it's mm-hmm. inspired, unless it's, you know, which is kind of, you know, means, you know, life breathed into. It's like, mm-hmm. if I can find a way to eat a ham sandwich that's inspired, I'm going to do it. You know, if I'm going to go get the mail, I want to go do I was, you know, I'm, I'm constantly yeah. and in yeah. the past, you know, truth of the matter is, is in the past, because I was comparing myself to, to people around me, mm-hmm. I think I would have, um, hid some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, I probably would, de- would have denied it to mm-hmm. myself. And, um, and, um, but I, well, that's a lot of work to, yeah. And deny and yeah, all that. I, to... I was, I was thinking it might be perceived as weak or, mm-hmm. you know, not as masculine or all that kind of, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I, but boy, I tell you that now it's, what's wonderful is, is when I've, you know, identified authenticity, right? Just, just mm-hmm. English vocabulary, wrote those words down that describe me. And I start operating in that mm-hmm. sphere. Well, guess what happens? I start feeling great. Everybody around me starts to feel more settled around me. Today's podcast is brought to you by StatGuard Plus. Protect your thermostat with the keyless StatGuard Plus and protect your budget. StatGuardPlus.com Also, we have a free giveaway. Quite often, we get flooded emotionally, and we don't quite know what we're feeling. So I'd like to give you a free PDF that lists, in a very organized way, almost every emotion possible, in the English language anyway. It's a simple and yet very real-time powerful tool that helps you get out of your head and identify what's going on. Then you get to decide what convictions, values, and strengths, etc. you are going to use to take action or not. Visit davidosk.com forward slash podcast gives permission for them to be yeah. not to hide. Yeah. yeah. There's and a you don't have to say a word. Right. And the, this is something that I experience with you though is there's an enthusiasm about life when mm-hmm. you know when I can tell that you know you're feeling full, right? You're just mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. I am uh, I am present in my own soul, you know, with the God who made me and mm-hmm. all of the beautiful things that he poured into me. I can tell yeah. You know, and I mean, you can tell that with me, right? There's an enthusiasm mm-hmm. about what we're uh, doing, you know, and what we're talking about, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't paint this picture that we can't hold two cups, right? Of some sadness and sorrow and so on. Yeah. And and at the same time, though, there's still a resiliency. There's still a sense mm-hmm. of purpose and mission as we move through that. Yeah. And sometimes very nobly carry those things with us because they are now part of us. You know, on our last podcast, of course, we talked about, you know, when your husband Victor died, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been less than five years ago and yeah. um, the atomic bomb. And that's never, the grief for that is never, ever going to go away. Mm-hmm. But here's what I just love about this, I you know, this idea of 
of understanding that we were created very uniquely, wonderfully, fearfully, wonderfully made for a, a purpose. And you know what I mean? Like, and, yes. and, and, and everybody has to identify what that, that is for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah. all of those things, the grief, you know, all that stuff, we, that's part of who we are mm-hmm. and, it, and, and it informs our enthusiasm for life. Sometimes it informs it in a way where I think it might even bring wisdom, you know, like we're yeah. slow, slower to speak. Um, and then actually sometimes we're quicker to speak, especially when we hear somebody, you know, spouting off a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> you know what I mean? It might yeah. actually aid in our our ability to to uh, to speak um, order into chaos. Mm-hmm. Um yeah gives you an awareness of, of others. And, you know, like you're talking about the person in the room, that's just feeling small and, and moving their body in a way that's small and all of that, or grief, someone that is grieving and you know what it looks like, and you know how it can come out sideways. If you haven't had the opportunity or taken the opportunity to do this work so that you have some resilience Mm -hmm. moving through that grief to know what to anchor to. And, and it's, you know, when you talk about the, just um, being able to rest and be authentic, you know, even, even with grief now being a constant companion for me, it's, it's been a surprise to learn how to this, this new, I guess, authentic is, is just to let that be every day and not to try to make it go away, be, unaware of ways that I'm just expending all this energy, like you're saying, trying to push it down or not let it be. But again, to, to let that breathe, um, boy, that, uh, just, just avoids or prevents a lot of crazy making decisions I could have made or ongoing behaviors to try to not feel to numb off in some way or create some other chaos in my life because I'm I'm tired of the grief. I don't want to feel it anymore. Right. But to just know that, like you just said, to move through it. Yeah. And it 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 brings so much sanity to be able to just give that space and and let it be and yeah. Not have I, to uh, do do all this stuff. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the things, of course, we you know we walk you know individuals and companies and and folks through you know, Dr. Andy's curriculum. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things that I think is really, again, we've touched on this in other podcasts, but I think it's really important to pop a few bubbles here Mm -hmm. and meaning, right? Uh, The word authentic, it's the Latin word authenticus, which means coming from the author. Mm -hmm. And it's, and so we need to say, right? I didn't choose my eye color. I didn't choose Mm -hmm. my taste buds. I did not choose my personality. Mm-hmm. And and the and the the proof is in the pudding there, right? When you watch children on a mm-hmm. playground, or you have your own children, oh man, they come out of the gate <laughs> hot, right? They're doing their thing, and they They're... are who they are in their core. There is yeah. a bent and a aptitude yeah. for things, and not and yeah, and, and even more so, they are not thinking about being authentic. You know what I mean? They're not thinking about their thinking. They're just doing their deal having a good time picking up <laughs> sticks, whacking people and, or, you know, their dolls or whatever they're doing. Or if you're my daughter, you're finding another instrument to play or something, little you know, kid. And they're just... and when she was little, she was so scared of things. And now she's just brave. And... 
So what I just love is quite often, you know, when we've when we've walked people through this curriculum, there you mentioned that expending energy. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what's amazing is is when you have someone, you know, Dr. Andy's curriculum, right? Ask you great questions. Well, then you just answer the questions. And now you have identified what's going on inside of you. You've mm-hmm. identified what the author has done in you. Mm-hmm. And what's really awesome is, is then you get to do that on a daily basis for yourself to recenter, you know, get those questions, you know, back in and course correct that kind of thing, just like a jet does as it Mm -hmm. flies across the country. But then also you get to do that for people around you. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about the most fulfilled and finest version of yourself, that person who you've, you've labeled those things, you predetermined those things. Boy, someone like that is really, really fun to be with. Mm-hmm. They're they're not trying so hard. There's a, you know, they're not sucking the oxygen out of the room or they're not talking too much. They're not just, you know, I don't know. It's they're not too much or too little, mm-hmm. right? It's just they're there. And then that type of a beautiful person gets to help usher those around them into that same space. Mm-hmm. And of course they understand, Hey, it takes some time. So then there's this yeah. graciousness about um, how they interact with people. That is just so wonderful. They, they see mm-hmm. something, they say something, they validate those highest, yeah. those highest, you know, the greatest good, right. Yeah. They, they validate I, those things. As you're talking, I'm, I think about clients that have come for marriage counseling, because they're the personality style right out of the gate that very naturally tends to have a strong sense of self-efficacy, locus of control. But so often they marry someone that needs those words and need them to say things that they don't naturally say because they feel like, well, I don't need this. I do this. Doesn't everybody do this, you know, and, and that sense of needing, um, connection isn't something that they find through offering those words to someone else also. Mm. So I think about our listeners that are they're they're hearing us talk and like, yeah, you know, I'm, I pretty much have always been pretty confident. I know I've got what it takes. I'm, you know, my, my son would say, you know, I always want the ball in the last three seconds of the game. Cause I know I'm going to make it, you know, like, yeah that kind of confidence was just out of the sure. gate how he was, but what he's learning and other clients I see that are, you know, multimillionaires, super successful in business, have life balance, you know, all these good things. They are, they're so autonomous that they yeah. forget to call out those things in their children or, or yeah. their wife. And they're just, um, therefore then that relational part suffers. So for those of you listening that are like, you know, well, I, I got all this like, yes, but would you consider, you know, that growth for you is really to then offer that to others and share that strength that you so naturally have in words that you yourself may not need, but those around you, that's how they're going to really be able to benefit from those things in you and enjoy you and feel connected to you and want to stay married to you and want to hang out with their dad. If you're one of those dads, because you, you do offer those things, but isn't that great? Yeah. 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 I, I, there's a, there's another quote that Dr. Andy uses by um, Amy Cuddy. And she says, authenticity doesn't just mean you're not filtering what you're saying. It's about being able to know and access the best parts of yourself and bring them forward. 
bring them forward. Isn't that neat? So when you think about this idea of of relationships, right? It's, well, guess what? If you're in a relationship with anybody, there will be conflict. There's going to be disagreements of some sort. Well, how are you going to handle that stuff? Mm-hmm. You might think, okay, I'm self-assured. I'm I'm going to run through this brick wall. Mm-hmm. Is that the best solution? Right? right? Is what what's the best way to handle something? Where, especially in marriage, right? Mm-hmm. If, if if you win, and your wife mm-hmm. doesn't win, oh my gosh, you have lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have lost. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think, what would it what would it look like as a you know? I'll just speak for men here, right? What what would it look like for you know, my wife and I to have a, a moment of conflict. Mm-hmm. And then as the servant leader of my home, right? That's the thing that I've I've tried to, uh, you know, keep front and center for me, right? Okay, physically, I'm more powerful. I can mm-hmm. shout louder. I could steamroll that woman, mm-hmm. right? I mean, until she took off, but it was, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. but, but what, but what have I already predetermined that mm-hmm. I want to be about in my marriage, right? I don't do I don't do perfectly is I want my wife to shine. Mm-hmm. I want her to feel safe and empowered mm-hmm. and to flourish and and so she on. Does. So here's one of the things yeah. on a very practical level. So, you know, for instance, one of my core values, we've already talked about it, is this word inspired, right? That means breathe life into. Mm-hmm. We often think of you know, inspiration is just something, well, that was beautiful. That gave me goosebumps. All right, there may be a little, you know, something kind of tied in there, right? But when I bring the best parts of myself forward, and I've already declared to the whole world here, right, that that word inspiration or inspired is right next to, you know, my faith in God mm-hmm. is, so how do I use that in, in a moment of conflict? Mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, one, one of the things that I need, that I try to keep front and center here is, is that when I have tried to have try, right, in my hum, human state here to have a really great conversation with my wife is I want her to know that I'm not only breathing life into her as an individual, but I'm breathing life and trying to bring in as much truth and dignity and courage into our family mm-hmm. so that, and we even have shirts made, right, Team Osk, that mm-hmm. Team Osk wins. Mm-hmm. And and it's, I'm not, I don't care if I'm right, I, I want I want Team Osk to win, and I'm gonna mm. even as I'm saying this, right? I'm gonna I I want to create a vocabulary, an atmosphere, and a language so that everybody feels not only they they know it intellectually, but they feel it in their soul to the point they get goosebumps mm. that Dad, that David Osk is trying to breathe life into this. Mm. There might be a disagreement, but guess what's over there? That's where we're heading where we're all winning, we're all joyful, mm. we're all, you know, successful, you know, whatever that definition of success is for each family or person. Yeah. And, um, and I'm going to lead the way. Mm. I'm going to lead the way. And again, we're, yeah. that's not some utopia here. I get it. There's a lot of days I, I you know, I, I don't do that very well, but again, what if I have never predetermined that right. that is the man, not only that I want to be, yeah. That I, my, an aspirational type of a, an, you know, a, I guess, desire. But what if I've never, you know, written these things down and gotten clarity mm-hmm. on the person? Guess what? I'm, my pendulum's going to swing wide to the other ditch yeah. and then back to the other ditch, mm-hmm. opposed to staying in the middle of the road most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember uh, our, our pastor, Richard Jennings, he said, if you take a snapshot of someone's life, 
you know, we all look like just complete, you know, losers. <laughs> I'm par- I'm paraphrasing him, but then he I says, Oh, I know. I got to see, guy. I got to see Richard and Jane this weekend at a graduation mm-hmm. party, but, and then, um, and then he said, but what is your life defined by, you know, over mm-hmm. the course of five years or 10 years or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I think that's what we're, that's what we're really talking about here. You're yeah. going to have days and moments where you're mm-hmm. just a mess because you're human. But if you go for two or three years and you're a mess, boy, you better start taking some inventory as a, mm-hmm. as to, do I even know yeah. what I love? Yeah. Do I even know what I desire? Let mm-hmm. alone have I established authenticity in my life. And, and I hold these words, this framework up in, up in front of my, my heart, my mind, my eyes, literally to make decisions through. Right. So you go five years and you're still in the ditch and floundering, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's okay, right? You're not a horrible human being or degenerate, but boy, I tell you what, it's time to say, wait, I guess I've just not, I've not allowed myself to be asked really, really great questions so that I can get these big fat boulders to stand upon in my life. And yeah. that, that, like you said, the inner locus of control mm-hmm. is so important as opposed to getting up in the morning. By the way, this is an experience I had this morning. Here it is Monday. Yeah. I, I woke up this morning and I got this flood of emotion like, oh, I have to do this. 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 And you know what I did? And forgive my language. I said, hell no. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I looked at my journal and I had already predetermined this idea that I am not a victim. No one is holding a gun to my head, mm-hmm. telling me that I need to be a great husband, be a great dad, run a great business, you know, be, 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 do, do, do. No one is forcing me. Mm-hmm. I am choosing to enter into all of these areas of life because they are meaningful to me. And I feel mm-hmm. not only called, but honestly, Kirsten, rather equipped to kick yes. Osk. Right? I love I love when you say, and I'm just the man for this challenge. <laughs> and you just decide. Yeah. I I'm the one, I'm the one to do this. If it falls, like you say, under your your kingdom, your jurisdiction, yeah. you're like, all right, I'm I'm, I'm just the man ask, for the job. How, do, how does someone like me show up? And I'm just the man to do it. And isn't that like, neat? I, I mean, obviously, it, and I, I want to say there's so many of these phrases and so on that they're not unique to me. I've got I'm surrounded by so many people who are, including yourself, who are just so much wiser than I am. But I love those, some of those phrases really, you know, shape your thinking, right? It's what would a man like me do in a situation like this? Right. And, and to your point earlier, you know, when you talk about like the snapshot of our lives, you know, and I think about just, you know, just decisions that I've made that I'm like, what in the heck am I doing to quick, to quickly pull out of that rather than a pattern, oh, of yeah. that, you know, and decide, well, I screwed up. So I'm just going to keep, keep going or, you know, and something is, you know, as funny as yet not, you know, I think of, of uh, the last few years of getting back. Why well, I say getting back. I really, like I met Victor when I was 17, I never really dated yeah. and to date again. And I, you know, now I look back and I'm like, why did I ever go out with that guy? And I just feel you know, I feel embarrassed. I'm like, what was I thinking? But you know what? I was learning. And once I yeah. saw, like, came to some clarity, I'm like, yeah, what am I doing with this person? I course corrected. So yeah. it it's not like 
you know, perfect, or you can have no. all the answers up front or know yourself even sometimes because we're always growing and changing, yep. but it's like, you know, there is this overall trend where, you know, I can tell, all right, I need to call my coach and get an appointment. Cause I'm, I'm needing someone to ask me some questions and I'm overall not trending in a good way or sit, sit with you or be honest with someone else where I feel like I'm getting stuck again. Oh you know? man. I, so, I love that. So, so kind of as we're landing the ship a little bit around this, I mean, yeah. obviously this entire podcast is going to involve identity of authenticity and all that kind of stuff, because that's, it's just the kind of the bedrock of who we are. Andy, uh, Dr. Garrett talks about, you know, the pillars of authenticity mm. and um, um, he, he says that it's self-awareness, um, intrinsic motivations, mm. and then character strengths and virtues. So it's this idea of, you know, what is it that, you know, we talk about core values, right? And that's usually just what some knucklehead places on their wall in their office. Okay, it's just, it looks good. I guess I need to have core values and everybody thinks, oh, we're, yeah. you know, we're great now. <laughs> but no, I, I like to turn it around and say, you know, all right, you know, so-and-so, what does your core value? Mm. What does the truest, most peaceful, courageous, calm version of yourself place as the priority of core mm. values, Right. And that's one of the exercises that we go through. And again, if you don't, if you don't know that, if you have mm. a vague sense around that, get ready for a, just a life of complete chaos. Mm. You're going to start making decisions based on whatever anybody else is telling you is valuable in this blows. world. Yeah. 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 And, and just real quick, I know we're wrapping yeah. up, but like, so for you between now and bedtime, yeah. you know, how how will the work you've done around core values, for example, or authenticity inform like, like what will it look like for you between now and the rest of the day? And maybe it's, maybe you're not describing your outward things, but what is internally happening for you as you work on your stat guard product as coach? You oh, know? you know, what's funny. Like literally right now I was thinking of like, because you asked that question, like something else kind of rose up in me here mm -hmm. for me today. And it's very unique to all of us. Today, I need to walk slowly. Mm. I'm very literally, I, I have a tendency, I've got two more coaching calls this afternoon, you know, with my mastermind groups and so on. Mm -hmm. And then we're having dinner with some friends of ours tonight. And and I would have a tendency, you know, to just to be there and to get through it and try to do a great job, that kind of stuff. But but I I think that because of the things that I value, mm. I want to be present I want to be, you know, my, my number th four core value is community, right? Relationships, people, mm. and which, which are the crowning jewel of all creation. Mm. And you know what? I don't want to be a human doing. Yeah. I want to be a human being and I want to be present. Mm. And um, so I think part of it is, is, is walking slowly. It's, you know, I don't care if I'm going to, you know, I'm sitting upstairs in my office here. If I'm going to go down and, you know, refill my water bottle, I'm going to walk mm -hmm. slowly down the stairs, not mm -hmm. be present with my own soul. But when I get downstairs, if I see Kate or, you know, Parker's out of town right now, but or, or Lisa, right, or anybody else, I'm going to be able to walk in there and say, hi, you know, what's going on? As opposed to, hey, guys, what's up? You know, I mean, get my water bottle and yeah. out the door. And um, I, so I think, so I think. Different. You know, again, all of these these various things that I've identified, right, about my identity, mm -hmm. cause me when the wind blows and there is that internal wind blowing, 
All right, Oscar, get going, produce, go, do, 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 go. No, not today. Not right now. Today I'm walking slowly. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to be present with the, the men that I'm coaching when we're out at dinner tonight, right? I'm going to be mm-hmm. present with those people. They're wonderful friends. Yes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. great question. I like the I like the kind of the actionable, you know, takeaway. How about you? Is there something that, that jumps out um, today for you? Yeah, I, I think the, you know, as I, I think about people that I'm, that I'm going to see, whether it's coaching or um, a friend who's just, I mean, a mess, their house this winter here in Nashville when the, their um, sprinkler system in their house froze, I mean, just oh. demolished their house and I'm, I'm going to go and be with her and more than, you know, helping her to, to put things back as their house has been remodeled. Yeah. Um, I think. To, in order for me to have something to offer, it's like what you've talked about of, of being present. And for me as a Christian, that is so much just constantly receiving from God, who is the endless source. So I have something to offer. And I, I so value, you know, connection and connection to um, spiritually is, is just my life, life force. So I feel like that that really is a different way to move. And like you're saying, it's, there's probably some slower and some grace for myself and some more kindness in that, that is Mm -hmm. so different than how I would have, I wouldn't have even known to even think about this in my twenties. I would have just felt like, well, of course you better just get your butt in gear and who cares how you're feeling, what, you know, whatever, but man, talk about showing up differently. Um, And not just, you know, like what I hear you talk to, like, you're actually having some fun and whatever happened to fun as adults that we forget to play. Good night. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to just be fluffy and laugh today too. And so great. I I, I love, I love, here's what's really wonderful too is, is quite often people think when they define, you know, core values and things like that, they they wouldn't think of the word playful, but guess what? That's actually one of them and fun. It's it's, yeah. uh, it's so wonderful to think about the God that made lightning, tigers, and tornadoes is also the one who made monkeys that throw their own poop. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean? He, you know he's funny as all get up. I know, and I so I, I I just love the fact that that's part of our nature, right? We yes. gotta have some fun, and I yeah. Um. Anyway, yes. Yeah, the longer you know the longer I've lived in there are those ongoing griefs that you carry like boy that play and that fun is not optional to being authentic because it's it's all true it's not you know it's not just the hard stuff and it can feel like it is Mm. like you I think you said earlier where your emotions define you and you can go through trauma or go through sad ongoing sad and it start to just be this ominous cloud that overshadows everything or like you were saying, to risk and hope again, even when it hurts. Yeah, to right. play and to laugh and to sing, even when you're hurting. It's it's all true. The hurt is true. And that playful, really good part is true. Um, but it sure stretches your heart and feels vulnerable mm. to do it. But oh yeah. That's that's authentic to what what we really do get to experience every day, the full range. I remember mom saying one time, she said that a, a an emotionally healthy person has the ability to feel all of the emotions, but mm-hmm. yet come back to kind of a general sense of normal as opposed to being stuck in one of them, that yeah. kind of thing. And I think it's kind of fascinating that 
just because we feel one emotion mm-hmm. doesn't mean we deny the rest of them. Right. You know, that, that yeah. emotion wheel that we, you know, we give away, right. By the way, if, if you're listening here, right. Uh, send a, send a message to hello at davidosk.com and I'll, I'll send you one of those. That uh, emotional wheel tools. Amazing. Just yeah. to read through it and be like, okay, yeah, what is going on? I don't even know where to start. So yeah. it's really, yeah. it's just a yeah, nice little simple tool that helps you understand yeah, here's what's going on. And you might, you might not know, even know why, but at least you can kind of identify, you know, what kind of what's going on there and get a pulse. But um, yeah, anyway, I'm learning so much from you. And I, I know, you know, as I'm, I'm thinking about our listeners, you know, I, like I went through Andy's, Andy's course, I guess it's been like a year ago now, and I'm sure he's got more and better and all that, but it's, it's, is it, DrAndyGarrett.com or AG Thrive. I forget. Actually, his... yeah, his uh, his uh, website is ag-thrive.com. But I would just honestly, if if you're interested in going through this, I would just say send me a message at hello at davidosk.com. Yeah, and uh, you can and hook them up with... for you that way. But yeah. um, just an abundance of of yeah. um, really insightful, you know, and and for those that are detail oriented, like the clinical, like he satisfies those. Yeah. Um, those questions and thoughts, Marvelous. but then also just so practical, like so much that's, it's all these buzzwords you've heard your whole life, but it's like, okay, what does this look like? So it's, the, it's really, it's the fastest, easiest way to build self-awareness. Like, mm-hmm. like people think that it's, well, it's going to take me a decade to understand who yeah. I am. Nope. Actually it takes about 90 days. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly uh, quick and easy to identify these things, you know, identify your identity. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's fascinating. Same- little modules. And I just, yeah, I, I just found it so like easy to fit in even on busy weeks or not, it was doable. So yeah. Cool. That's great. Pleasure to be with you, bro. Love you this. too. You too. Good buddy. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. I want to thank you today for joining us on the greatest good podcast. I love the quote by Oliver Wendell Holmes. He says, many people die with their music still in them. Well, what is that music in you? What are those things that cause your energy to rise? What are those things that when you do them or say them, give you goosebumps? Kirsten and I coach people and organizations through Dr. Andy Garrett's True North Blueprint, where you identify that music. When you laser in on who you are uniquely and operate from that heroic and peaceful place, life starts to get really good. This podcast is brought to you today by StatGuard Plus. Protect your thermostat and do it with the keyless StatGuard Plus. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, please email me at hello at davidosk.com. Also, if you don't mind clicking subscribe to our podcast, that would be great and leaving us a kind review. Thanks a lot.